Welcome to the Scriptbit podcast for Thursday, 18th of March, 2021. And our bit is taken today from 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 18, which says, Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Please wake up, my people. And I'm not talking about from physical sleep, but from spiritual apathy, from spiritual laziness. For the day of Christ coming for his church is closer than we think. And every day it draws nearest it. So are you prepared? If the trump of God was the song right now in the sky and Jesus were to appear in glory, would you be ready to go with him? Or would he be forced to leave you behind? We all hope that the first situation will be the one. Yet every day we keep putting off our preparedness, believing that we still have a lot of time. That's a fallacy though, friends. It's a betraying thought of Satan. For remember, he wants us to go down into the fiery depths of hell with him and not to the majestic halls of heaven with Christ. So today, I'm warning us about the fact that on any day and at any time, we could hear that trump blowing in the wind of high heaven and Christ appearing. Remember too, that even he didn't know when that marvelous occasion would occur. But of that day and hour, no man Know it, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. And that comes from Matthew 24, 36. And thus Jesus warned, Watch therefore, for you know not what hour your Lord doth come. Therefore be also ready, for in such an hour as ye think not, the Son of Man cometh. And you could find that in Matthew 24, Verses 42 and 44. Oh, friends, we are sure that Jesus is coming back for us. We just don't know when. However, it is imperative that we are ready for whenever he comes, like the five wise virgins who took extra oil for their lamps were ready when the bridegroom eventually showed up. I don't want us to be like the five foolish ones who didn't take any extra oil, and was shut out when he came. And you could find that whole parable in verse in Matthew 25, verses 1 to 13. So please, please know me, people. Let's get serious and take this whole rapture business to heart now. Remember Bro Paul's words to the church at Corinth? Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep but we shall all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. For the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. And that is found in 1 Corinthians 15, verses 51 to 53. Yes, my fellow saints, we must become immortal and incorruptible to enter the hallowed halls 
of heaven. But unfortunately, that will not happen to everybody. Just those who are prepared for that big day. Again, remember Jesus' words on the subject. Then shall two be in the field. The one shall be taken and the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill. The one shall be taken and the other left. And that comes from Matthew 24, verses 40 to 41. And listen up here. There'll not be any more chances after that, my brethren. That's why it's ever so important to get ready right now. But now, let's go back to Paul's words to the Corinthians, on which the scholars have an interesting explanation. 1552. At the last trump, they say, this is not the last trumpet of Revelation 11.15, but the last trumpet of 1 Thessalonians 4.16. It is so designated because it signals the end of the present age. Two groups are distinguished. The dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. The term dead refers to those who have died in Christ. The term we refers to those who are still living at the time of the rapture. So you see, friends, this is indeed serious business and will determine where you spend eternity, which is a long, long time. <laughs> now, there are only two options, as we said before, heaven with Jesus or eternal damnation with Satan. It's your choice. But I'm warning us that if Jesus comes back and you're not ready, then the automatic choice will be eternal damnation. That's all I'm saying. So let's now turn to Paul's words to the Thessalonians. Re, the coming of the Lord. But I would not have you be ignorant, brethren. That means I have something to tell you. Concerning them which are asleep, which are dead, that ye sorrow not, so that you will not continue to grieve, even as the others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent or precede them which are asleep or dead. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever always be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. And that comes from 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 to 18. Oh, my people, we surely can take comfort from those words, but we still must be ready for whenever that day comes. Otherwise, crap will smoke we pipe. Now, let's check out some scholarly, scholarly explanations. And the first one starts with chapter 4, verse 13. 
which says that he sorrow not is in the present tense, meaning so you will not continue to grieve. Apparently, these believers were concerned about their loved ones who had died in the Lord, especially in view of Christ's promised second coming. And then we come to hope, which means certain expectation. <laughs> All I can say is glory be, because that's what we believers have. Great, certain, great, certain expectation. Yes, friends, lots of it. And then we come to chapter 4, verse 14. The scholar says, when they talk about Jesus died and rose again, the certainty of the believer's hope is based on the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Oh, Mama Sita. And then bring supposes that those who sleep in Jesus are with him. And when he comes, they will come with him. Meanwhile, 415, when they talk about prevent or precede, they say the Greek emphasizes that the living will have no advantage over the dead when Christ returns. So you see, Christ is a equal person. He doesn't give anybody any advantages. And then 416 to 17, they talk about the order of events of Christ's coming is clearly given. One, the Lord will descend with a shout accompanied by the voice of the archangel and the trump of God. Two, the dead in Christ will be resurrected. And three, then those remaining will be caught up with them in the clouds. Dead in Christ is a technical expression for believers of the church age. Caught up means to seize or snatch. And the Latin word for carry off is raptus, from which we get rapture. The doctrine of the rapture of the church is given its clearest expression in this verse. And for 418, the scholars talk about comfort. The Christian's hope of the resurrection brings solace in the face of death, in contrast to the hopelessness of the heathen. <laughs> and that's exceedingly good news, friends. Just imagine that because we believe in Christ, we will live through eternity with him. And furthermore, be comforted by the fact that our loved ones will also be there with us. Whoa, my brethren, nothing can be better than that, both for this life and the one to come. Now, for those of us who are convinced of those immortal, immovable, and unchangeable facts, let's go home declaring, all right, all right. I finally spell declaring, right, my people. Let's go home declaring our Thursday blessings which the Lord has generously bestowed on us to do his earthly work. Altogether now, I declare that I am blessed with God's supernatural wisdom and receive clear direction for my life. I declare today that I am blessed with creativity, courage, talent, and abundance. 
I'm blessed with a strong will, self-control, and self-discipline. I'm blessed with a great family, good friends, good health, faith, favor, and fulfillment. I'm blessed with success, supernatural strength, promotion, and divine protection. I'm blessed with a compassionate heart and a positive outlook on life. I declare that any curse or negative word that's ever been spoken over me is broken right now in the name of Jesus. I declare that everything I put my hands to will prosper and succeed. I declare today and every day, amen. Now friends, it's our divine responsibility to go out and share those blessings with others just as generously as the Lord shared them with us. Much love. And the postscript for today is, please be prepared for that fateful day is coming sooner than we expect. And you better believe that, friends. That fateful day when Christ comes back for the church could be any time. So let's be prepared now. Walk with God. Walk in peace and safety and love today. Much love.